The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. China's manufacturing activity maintained expansion for three consecutive months in March, offering fresh evidence of the country's steady economic recovery. Data from the National Bureau of Statistics showed that the Purchasing Managers Index, or PMI, for China's manufacturing sector came in at 51.9 in March, down from 52.6 in February. A reading above 50 indicates expansion, while a reading below reflects contraction. According to the Bureau's senior statistician, Zhao Qinghe, the manufacturing PMI continued expansion in March, though at a slower pace due to a high base last month, suggesting a steady recovery of China's economic growth. The production index and new orders indexes reached 54.6 and 53.6 respectively, well above the boom-and-bust line. Of 21 surveyed industries, 13 saw stable expansion month-on-month. High-tech manufacturing, equipment manufacturing and consumer goods sectors all maintained expansion. Since the beginning of the year, the Chinese economy has been recovering at a faster pace, with major economic indicators seeing steady expansion, thanks to government pro-growth measures ranging from expanding domestic demand to modernizing the industrial system and attracting foreign investment. This is Special English. The track laying of the whole line of the Jakarta-Bandung high-speed railway in Indonesia has been completed, laying a solid foundation for the opening of its operation with high quality. The track-laying task was undertaken by the Chinese Construction Consortium, led by China Railway International Co. Limited. This railway has a total length of 142.3 kilometers, and the total track-laying length reaches 308.3 kilometers using 500-metre-long steel rails produced in China. Since the start of track laying on the main line on July 1, 2022, railway technicians from China and Indonesia have cooperated closely 
to ensure the high quality completion of track laying. The high speed line, a landmark project under the China proposed Belt and Road Initiative, connects Indonesia's capital, Jakarta, and another major city, Bandung. With a design speed of 350 kilometers per hour, the railway will cut the journey between Jakarta and Bandung from over three hours to around 40 minutes. You're listening to Special English. The United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization has called on governments to fully and immediately implement its recommendation on the ethics of artificial intelligence. In a press release, UNESCO Director General Audrey Azoulé said the world needs stronger ethical rules for artificial intelligence. He said this is the challenge of our time. UNESCO's recommendation on the ethics of AI sets the appropriate normative framework and provides the necessary safeguards. The move follows a call by over 1,000 tech workers for a pause in the training of the most powerful AI systems, including chat GPT. According to UNESCO, AI innovations may raise ethical issues, especially discrimination and stereotyping including the issue of gender inequality. The organization said industry self-regulation is clearly not sufficient to avoid these ethical harms, which is why the recommendation provides the tools to ensure that AI developments abide by the rule of law, avoiding harm, and ensuring that when harm is done, accountability and redressal mechanisms are at hand for those affected. The recommendation was endorsed by all UNESCO member states in November 2021. It is the first global framework for the ethical use of AI. This is Special English. Flamenco and Beijing Opera, the Arhu and the Violin, the Pipa and the Cello. It was a memorable night in Madrid, with traditional instruments and dances from the East and West. The Chinese National Traditional Orchestra came to town to play with the local Madrid Symphony Orchestra, and the result was truly special. Zhao Song is the director of the China National Traditional Orchestra and praised Spain's world-famous musical traditions. She said Spanish flamenco music and dance 
is loved around the world. When it's combined with Chinese folk music, with this ancient sound from China, along with their dancing and the passionate Spanish guitars, the result is an amazing spectacle. Zhao Song has helped showcase traditional Chinese music in over 50 countries. She also performed her own composition, Rose Tango, on the night, her pipa in perfect harmony with the violins and cellos of the Madrid Orchestra. Another highlight on the beautiful evening was the operatic performance by soprano Estibales Martín. Martín sang in Castellano and Mandarin, performing a traditional Chinese classic to lengthy applause, before treating the crowd to an extra-long, impromptu, a cappella performance. Martin said, Two countries that want to make music, to make art, to celebrate the 50-year anniversary between China and Spain with a diplomatic relationship. This is beautiful for her, she said, commenting that it was beautiful as an artist. Other highlights included Zhang Xinyue, a renowned Beijing opera performer whose drunken concubine interpretation was another crowd favourite. The Spanish classic Running of the Bulls, performed by both orchestras with Spanish flamenco guitarists and dancers, provided more memorable moments. The event is one in a host of activities happening this year across Spain and China to celebrate 50 years of official diplomatic relations between the two countries. You're listening to Special English. Dunhuang Situated along the ancient Silk Road, where fine arts and divine beliefs merged with the natural world. It's where the East and West interacted, and where the world's largest Buddhist art gallery still fascinates and amazes people today. A place where stories of life and death, love and hatred, passion and desire, faith and sacrifice have been generated and told for 2,000 years. Buckle up for our new podcast, Why We Loved Dunhuang, the one and only podcast that can take you to the fantasy world of Dunhuang and beyond through our audio tour. Listen and subscribe for free on the major podcast platforms. Why We Loved Dunhuang? You will have your answers. Are you one of the many looking to improve your English language skills by watching films or TV shows but feel it's too fast or get lost in the words? Well, slow things down with Special English, where you can polish your reading, listening, and pronunciation at your own pace. Get caught up with current news and international affairs 
while getting your daily English lesson with us. Find us on Apple Podcast by searching for Special English. You're listening to Special English. Medical bills for the treatment of COVID nineteen are now reimbursed by China's health insurance fund in the same manner as other. Class B infectious diseases. That's according to a recent circular, jointly released by China's National Healthcare Security Administration, the Ministry of Finance, and the National Health Commission. The circular noted that should patients still find remaining expenditures unaffordable. After part of their medical bills have been covered by basic health insurance and major disease insurance, they will be entitled to medical assistance. To ensure the accessibility of COVID-19 medicines, the circular also stipulated that certain drugs used in the treatment of COVID-19. That have not yet been included on the health insurance reimbursement list will be made temporarily reimbursable based on their prices. The updated policies came into effect on April the first. This is special English. Many frequent visitors to China's southernmost island province now choose to admire Hainan's fantastic scenery, not just at the beach, but also from high above, with the help of professional skydiving coaches. Aerosports such as skydiving, paragliding, and hot air ballooning. Are undergoing rapid growth in China, and Hainan has seen the combination of such sports and tourism thriving over recent years. According to Xu Liwen, Secretary General of the Hainan Aerosports Association, besides its natural beauty of endless sea, golden beaches. And lush tropical forests, a warm climate, and over three hundred sunny days each year, also provide favorable conditions for aerosports in Hainan. Statistics from the association show that since 2020, local enterprises operating low-altitude tourism activities have been growing. With projects distributed in eight cities and counties across Hainan, generating a total investment of two hundred million yuan, or over twenty-nine million U.S. dollars. Yin Tao, an accelerated freefall instructor at a skydiving center in Lidong Li Autonomous County. Believes that when participants jump out of a plane with a parachute, 
They give full expression to their feelings and personalities and liberate themselves from their sometimes boring daily routines. Gore Ray, general manager of a skydiving centre in Lidong County, started his business in 2017 in North China's Tianjin and moved it to Hainan three years later as he believed the province would be a paradise for aerosports and low-altitude tourism. According to Xu Liwen, Secretary-General of the Hainan Aerosports Association, based on a series of preferential policies offered by Hainan, including visa-free entry for tourists from 59 countries, talent introduction and zero tariffs on some imports, aerosports tourism will continue to prosper there. This is Special English. Israeli researchers have discovered, for the first time, that plants emit sounds. These discoveries may change how people view the plant kingdom, which has been considered to be almost silent until now. In a new study, published in the journal Cell, the Tel Aviv University researchers found that the sounds emitted by plants are click-like, similar to popcorn popping, at a volume similar to human speech. However, the sounds are emitted at high frequencies of 40 to 80 kilohertz, beyond the hearing range of the human ear, and can probably be heard by various animals, such as bats, mice, and insects. It was also found that these sounds are mostly emitted when the plant is under stress and contain information about its condition. The researchers noted that each plant and stress type is associated with a specific identifiable sound. In their study, the researchers recorded and analysed sounds made by tomato, tobacco, wheat, corn, cactus and henbit plants. Machine learning algorithms developed by the team were ultimately able to identify the plant from sound recordings and determine the type and level of stress. It was found that unstressed plants emitted less than one sound per hour on average, while dehydrated or injured ones emitted dozens of sounds every hour. The researchers noted that humans will also be able to utilize this sound information given the right tools, such as sensors that tell growers when plants need watering.
Future studies planned by the team aim to find the mechanism behind the sounds, the way moths detect and react to them, and whether other plants could hear these sounds. You're listening to Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read two of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. China's manufacturing activity maintained expansion for three consecutive months in March, offering fresh evidence of the country's steady economic recovery. Data from the National Bureau of Statistics showed that the Purchasing Managers Index, or PMI, for China's manufacturing sector came in at 51.9 in March, down from 52.6 in February. A reading above 50 indicates expansion, while the reading below reflects contraction. According to the bureau's senior statistician Zhao Qinghe, the manufacturing PMI continued expansion in March, though at a slower pace due to a high base last month, suggesting a steady recovery of China's economic growth. The production index and new orders indexes reached 54.6 and 53.6 respectively. Well above the boom and bust line, of 21 surveyed industries, 13 saw stable expansion month on month. High-tech manufacturing, equipment manufacturing, and consumer goods sectors all maintained expansion. Since the beginning of the year, the Chinese economy has been recovering at a faster pace, with major economic indicators seeing steady expansion thanks to government pro-growth measures. Ranging from expanding domestic demand to modernizing the industrial system and attracting foreign investment. This is special English. Flamenco and Beijing opera, the arhu and the violin, the pipa and the cello. It was a memorable night in Madrid with traditional instruments and dances from the east and west. The Chinese National Traditional Orchestra came to town to play with the local Madrid Symphony Orchestra, and the result was truly special. Zhao Song is the director of the China National Traditional Orchestra and praised Spain's world-famous musical traditions. She said Spanish flamenco music and dance is loved around the world. When it's combined with Chinese folk music, with this ancient sound from China, along with their dancing and the passionate Spanish guitars, the result is an amazing spectacle. Zhao Song has helped showcase traditional Chinese music in over 50 countries. She also performed her own composition, Rose Tango, on the night. Her pipa in perfect harmony with the violins and cellos of the Madrid Orchestra. Another highlight on the beautiful evening was the operatic performance by soprano Estibaliz Martín. Martín sang in Castellano and Mandarin, performing a traditional Chinese classic to lengthy applause before treating the crowd to an extra impromptu a cappella performance. Martín said, "Two countries that want to make music, to make art, to celebrate the 50th anniversary between China and Spain with a diplomatic relationship. This is beautiful to her," she said, and commented that it's beautiful as an artist. Other highlights included Zhang Xinyue, a renowned Beijing opera performer, whose drunken concubine interpretation was another crowd favorite. The Spanish classic "Running of the Bulls," performed by both orchestras with Spanish flamenco guitarists and dancers, provided more memorable moments. 
The event is one in a host of activities happening this year across Spain and China to celebrate 50 years of official diplomatic relations between the two countries. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.